This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. So good to see you again. And if it's your first time, welcome. Sound of alpacas feeding. <laughs> That's what all that noise is. When you've got alpacas, you know, you, your life is just full of sunny days, relaxing and enjoying being in the outside. Peace, quiet, just, oh, so many, so many wonderful things. Of course, it's not like that all the time, is it? Or even, no, I was going to say, yeah. So it's not like that all the time. Because you also get the days that are filled with hard work, with your waterproofs on. You get being caught in the crossfire of spitting between alpacas. So they're not really spitting at you, but you happen to be in front of them. Getting your toes trodden on. Getting prickles from brambles stuck in your fingers. And then they last for days, don't they? The little, little Every time you just catch it on something, you just feel it. But you can't get hold of it to get it out again. Occasionally you get kicked. It does happen. You have many questions you just don't know the answer to. So why are you not eating? Why are you humming so loudly? Are they all here? Should I bring them in tonight? What do you think? Shall I give them an extra scoop of food? Who's been standing in the water bucket again? And on and on it goes. Our alpaca has produced both a warm, fluffy feeling and that level of anxiety that I don't know anything else quite like it. But they're wonderful. Today it's colder. Colder for the evening feed, which is actually becoming an afternoon feed. My ears feel cold. I, I didn't actually need my hat yesterday or even this morning, but now I think, I think it would be useful. The little ones seem to have noticed it too, and they're loitering in the stable a bit longer than normal. They're sitting on the hay and then topping up from the hay feeder as well. A couple of them had long bramble branches tangled in their fleece. How do they do it? It gets so entangled, so deeply, so twisted in there. It's, it's a nightmare trying to pull it out. You can't just pull it out. You got to. You have to work it back out the way it went in. I'm not quite sure how it actually happens. So we managed, and she said thank you very politely and wandered off. The boy, well, no, so not quite. <laughs> Not quite so willing to be interfered with. And even if it is helping take off this bramble branch from his side. And uh, so it was a bit of a, a stomp off and a jump away as soon as I let him go. But there we go. So there is this weight of responsibility that comes with keeping alpacas. And those of you who already got alpacas will understand exactly what I'm talking about. But if you're thinking about having alpacas, do you just Got to weigh it up carefully. I'm not trying to put you off too much, but I am trying to say there is a lot 
that goes with having alpacas. You do get the sunny days. You do get the fantastic time sitting in the field with them. You get the births. You get the getting up close to them. And hello there, uh, so Alice. And you do get the the situation where you're you're able to spend time. Uh, it's just magical. But there's also the other side. So weigh it up. Make sure you're taking on something that you can cope with and something that you realize the full extent of. So, yeah, and you as well. There's a little Steph who's very talkative. He's looking for his mum, I think, but he, he's looking at me as an alternative, pleading for something. <laughs> I don't know quite what you're after, little one. Sorry. Oh, that was a an adult objecting to the little one being too close. So there we go. And uh, we got the birds as well. So it's been a, a, a quite nice few days. We, we're going colder and drier. Can cope with that. That's okay. Uh, we've been getting some good hay out. And they're eating more of that now because the, the grass is growing less. Yeah, she's over there, look. So, no, no, over there. So, yeah, it's it's uh, the usual kind of cycle of things. Uh, they, they did get a bit flattened. They did definitely fluff out again now. So that's that's really good. And they're doing a wandering. They, they tend to go off. I, I quite often miss them first thing in the morning. And they take themselves off up to the end of the valley and then they're back again later in the morning. So I, I do a kind of a late feed sometimes. The breakfast is a bit on the late side. They're a bit, a bit like hobbits at breakfast because sometimes they'll come back actually if they hear me scraping, um, mucking out and scraping with the, the, the shovel and stuff. They will actually come back and, uh, yeah, expect to be fed. <laughs> Uh, I'm a soft touch, I know. So there we go. It's been nice to see how the characters are developing as well as the fleece. So the little ones are becoming delightful and quite happy to be around. It's, you know, you just got to be careful about when when you move a bit quick and if you move too close and, and go to grab them, you just got to, you know, picky moments and uh yeah i've been thinking of the last few days of something else i was doing i've been thinking about the whole process of how you make decisions and what is it that feeds the the consideration of things and there are times when we make decisions and then we follow through and we, we actually do, it, it results in action. And there are other times we make decisions and then we, we don't. <laughs> we just don't follow through. We don't get the action that is necessary. And generally, it's better to do the action, of course, and to follow through. So how can we help ourselves to make better decisions? And I guess part of the problem is identifying what the issue is of why you're not taking action what is it that's holding you back is it sometimes you feel like you don't know enough you need to have more knowledge before you can act how often is that true i think that that feels a bit like a cop-out and a an avoidance 
sometimes it's true. You need to go find the information. But sometimes it just feels like, oh, if, I, if, I, if, if only I had a bit more time, if only I had a bit more clarity about what it is I need to do, how to do it. I need a bit of knowledge I need to find. And the kind of things that we think we haven't got enough of and it slows us down from actually getting on and acting. And actually most of those things are not real. They're more to do with, yeah, what are they to do with? Procrastination is a good word that springs to mind, but it's also to do with a slight fear. Fear is a very big word, isn't it? But it could be anxiety. It could be that sort of imposter syndrome thing. Oh, I'm not sure I'm very good at this. Well, maybe you're not. Maybe it's true that you're not very good at that. So we need to do it and learn. Usually learning by doing is, <laughs> oh, frustratingly, is the best way to do it, isn't it? Uh, how about I wait and see if I get inspired to do this? Oh, no, no. The job needs doing. You get on and do it. So how about I need a bit more information to know how to do this? Well, you've probably got enough. If you really haven't got the right information, then do go find it. But but often we've got enough to be getting on with. And a lot of the learning and the becoming more experienced, it's a confidence thing. So how do we get more confident? Well, it's practice. And we've talked about that before. And that whole thing of moving forward and becoming more skilled comes from doing and not doing it very well and doing it better next time and practicing and adjusting and practicing and adjusting and going through that cycle. So there's always plenty to be moving on with and growing into. And we have to accept that process, I think. Sometimes we don't. So that's one of the reasons we hold back and don't get on. And having made a decision, we don't necessarily get on and actually do the thing. So this is me talking to myself as much as anybody else. So I need to listen to my podcast again and I will take on board these things and tell myself off, give myself a nudge or a kick or a whatever it is I need to move on and get the things done that are outstanding. There's always something, of course. So yeah, so that making decisions thing is, is quite a quite a thing we have to engage with. And it is sometimes something we've thought we've got sorted and we've come round to it again. So recognize what's going on and then find a way to move on and through because there will be something else just around the corner and you haven't got time to keep putting things to one side. So we do have the delights of everything. We do have the, what do we have? We have the rainy days. We have the sunny days. We have the cold days. Now they can be really good. And we have the hot days. Oh, they can be really bad. <laughs> Too hot for me. So we have that whole mixture of things when we're keeping alpacas. Do enjoy everything you can and take time. I was going to say to smell the roses, but perhaps to appreciate the alpaca smiles and the time that we can spend with them. So... Here's a bit of breakfast for you. That was Amelia trying to reposition the food. Little little bowl. So she dragged it with her foot, trying to move it closer to her and away from the others. 
Well, they've all fluffed up again. Hello, you. How are you doing? So they've all fluffed up and dried out. I think it's damp rather than raining, so that's that's better, I think. And uh, there are some in particular. I don't know what, how you judge that. I guess it's fineness or something, but there's some definite vegetation collection going on for some of them, much more than the others. And for some reason, the, the fleece around the face, <coughs> bless you, Lily having a sneeze, fleece around the face, uh, or at the front, sort of fringe, really, has, having been damp and having, perhaps it's just a, a number of days of damp, but there's there's a bunch of them now, <laughs> a whole, whole bunch of them, that have got a lot of fringe thing going on that's gonna need a little trim back. Uh, sooner rather than later. And I'm not sure, it's usually quite this early. It's filling up the water. So that's an interesting one. I don't know that it's... Uh... Saren and her back, well it's cleaned up and there's some nice fresh pink stuff there. There's some of the other cruddy stuff that's kind of scabby and whatever that we need to it's dead on the surface, it's not kind of an active thing, but it just needs a bit of clearing up and stuff. But she's looking a bit, unfortunately, looking a bit scruffy. But she's doing all right. And uh, the others are kind of standing around waiting in hope. I think they'd like a little bit more. But there's grass to be eaten, you need to go off and eat your grass. They've been doing a lot of trekking around up at the top end of the valley um, into the, what I'm assuming is longer grass up there. Megan, you just throw, you're just warning me. It's a warning, is it? Okay. Well, I'm just looking at you. Do you want to say anything? What do you think? No. Okay. And Hermione. that clean water up. I know what you're doing. You're paddling around in it. What's all that about? It doesn't feel to me like a particularly hot day <laughs> at all. whether you can spend some time with an alpaca or not. I hope you have some good days and the weather is kind to you, wherever you are. Take care. 
See you again soon. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.